1: K298CO Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. New poll shows most independents and Republicans believe natural immunity to COVID-19 is just as effective as the vaccines. The Trafalgar
3: Group is releasing the results of a new national survey. 53% of independent voters believe people recovered from COVID-19 with natural immunity from antibodies have the same level of protection as those who are fully vaccinated. 16.4% do not believe natural immunity offers the same protection as vaccines. 60.9% of Republicans believe that people recover from COVID-19 with natural immunity from antibodies have the same level of protection as those who are fully vaccinated. 19.2% do not believe natural immunity offers the same protection as vaccines.
2: Bernie Bennett reporting. Leaders from across Britain's political spectrum have come together to pay tribute to a long-serving British lawmaker who was stabbed to death in what police have described as an Islamic terrorist attack. This is SRN News.
0: There's no doubt about it. America is in the middle of a culture war. The battle between left and right is real. One side believes in American greatness. The other wants to tear it down. This radio station and the Salem Radio Network is looking for a few warriors who are already fighting this war. This is your chance to nominate a person worthy of the honor of being Salem's Culture Warrior of 2021. Go to the station's website and click on the banner. Help us select Salem's Culture Warrior of the Year.
1: AM1280thepatriot.com AM-1280, The Patriot.
4: We're in this together, and we will get...
1: AM-1280, The Patriot.
4: We're in this together, and we will get through this together. The vaccines are tested effective and needed.
5: Welcome to the clinic
4: with charm. Get your COVID-19 vaccine so we can do this. And this. And this. We are now boarding flight. Together again. Because we got through it together. This message sponsored by the Helmsley Charitable Trust, aired with the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and the station.
6: Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son, founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three week quick start now discount it to only 1995 to see if it will work for you too i think it could give your body what it needs to heal itself go to relieffactor.com call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com
7: Godtube.com. inspiration comedy music faith and fun get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at godtube.com, a division of salem media group
1: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 to Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
7: Good morning.
9: Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting from the CIT studios. CIT providing customized technology with individualized smart banking solutions for homeowner associations, as well as the community association management companies who serve this industry. Whether it is online banking, fast and simple, financing for that special HOA project you can always turn to and trust CIT CIT member FDIC I'm also brought to you by the folks at extreme exteriors want to say uh, hello to the man that uh, helps me get this show off the ground every week Trevor K Trevor have you ever uh, owned a motorcycle
7: no, but I've really thought about it. Be pretty cool.
9: Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have any uh, such a prohibition from uh, your your parents uh, in those kinds of words when you were living under under their roof and uh, in their home, or maybe not?
7: I think if anything, they would have supported it. Uh, my dad oh, really? has had yeah cycles off and on for for years. So um, I've taken one around the around the yard, and that was about okay.
9: it. Okay. All right. Well, I. I grew up I wanted a, a motorcycle and uh my my mom and dad said uh, well as long as you live under our roof you
7: won't. Ooh. How so, you take that? Uh, that
9: was oh that was fine I understood mm-hmm. uh but then a year later I uh I uh was out of uh high school I moved out I started just working on my own and I got a motorcycle. <laughs> and so that was fine, they told me they didn't appreciate it and i I can understand a lot of uh a lot of parents can be a little apprehensive about um uh, the safety on a motorcycle. yeah, you know, there's some real crazies out there on the road mm-hmm. and um well, there was uh, one uh news headline <laughs> I just saw, and it was uh the headline was about a mother who was telling her son with a motorcycle, you have to be careful and looking everywhere because there are crazies everywhere. I mean, you got to be then, super
7: defensive because if you get in any, any sort of accident, you're really in a tough spot on a motorcycle. Yes.
9: And after that conversation, uh, she bumped her car into the back of her son's motorcycle.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> so
9: <laughs> and that, so uh, probably a uh, little little bit a little bit tough there as a parent i feel i feel for her in <laughs> trying to share words of wisdom and then something like that happens but well everyone i hope everybody's having a, a safe and wonderful uh weekend thank you for stopping by and uh, joining us here on uh, where you live why don't we uh begin as we do every week with property management in the news Property Management in the News is brought to you by Will Tarbox of the Tarbox Insurance Agency in Maple Grove. Providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote from Will today at the Tarbox Insurance Agency. The phone number to use is 612-237-7700. And tell him Gene sent you. The first story that I'm going to uh, tackle uh, this week this is an article that uh, grabbed my attention a few weeks ago. And uh, it's from uh, the, was printed first in the San Diego Voice back in uh, September. And uh, the headlines read HOAs remain a conundrum. Especially for people of color. And it's written by Stacy Brown. He's a senior national correspondent for the National Newspaper Publishers Association, the NNPA. And uh, he's a very accomplished and recognized journalist. And he wrote this piece, like I said, it originally appeared in the San Diego Voice and Viewpoint. However, it's been uh, re. Reprinted in a lot of other newspapers since then. And that caught my attention. HOAs remain a conundrum for people of color. And I thought to myself, really a, a conundrum? What is difficult? What is confusing to understand about an HOA? Now, I get it uh, being in this uh, industry. People many times do not like that they don't get their own way. We talk about that all the time. You can't get your way each and every time. But a confusing concept? Hardly. Unfortunately, that's not what he was referring to. He was talking about the perspective that racism is systemic and therefore is in everything and found everywhere. It is a core presupposition. Folks, you know what a presupposition is. In philosophy, a presupposition uh, means you're going to be making an assumption. It's an idea, a belief system that is required for an argument to make sense. In philosophy, you begin by making a presupposition or several presuppositions, and then you begin, after those have been laid down, to build evidence and arguments. They can only be developed after the fact in an attempt to justify the assumptions you just made. So, in other words, you're now testing out this theory to say, how well does this line of reasoning hold water? And I'd like to share with you something that's helped me immensely over the years. I uh, I think I've shared with uh, you a number of times over the years here on this show that um, I had uh, my first uh, major uh, was in philosophy. Uh, back at the University of Minnesota in the late 70s, early 80s. And I always remember hearing a professor proclaim how wonderful, insightful, what a unique perspective a certain philosopher would have on life. And with this understanding that a philosophy, a particular way of thinking, had you from the outset, take on certain assumptions from the beginning, a presupposition, as I mentioned. So how do you know what is worthy for you to believe in and to be able to latch on? Because you can always hear uh, all kinds of people pontificate. You can hear all kinds of people share their ideas of uh, uh, what they uh, think is uh, true. You have this notion out there today of truth for me, truth for you. And I think what they really mean is here are presuppositions I believe and I'm basing my life on. It's not truth because truth is truth and error is error. (laughs) And it's not one thing can be truth for one person and not for the other. They may not recognize that presupposition, but that's a different That's a different uh, situation, and that's what I'm talking here about. And so for me, there was a very wise person who once said, watch out for those who have false ideas. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people get grapes from a thorn bush? Do you get a fig from a thistle? Remember, good trees produce good fruit. Bad trees produce bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, but neither can a bad tree produce good fruit. Thus, by their fruit, you will know them. You will recognize them. And that idea has been the defining measure for me, the measuring stick, if you will, in my life in trying to come to grips with what is true in good. What is the outcome of someone's life in believing in certain presuppositions? At the end, do they exemplify a life that I can look at and say, that's how I want to live? That's what we're talking about. Let's take a look today at the presupposition that Racism is systemic, therefore can be found in everything. What happens when you, uh, when you believe that as one of your root values? We're going to talk about that today, especially in how it deals in this article, HOAs remain a conundrum, especially for people of color. Is that true? Let's talk about it, but take a break right now. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back
1: after this. AM 1280, The Patriot.
8: It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. I'm Carol Sullivan, a thriving financial professional, and I'm here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. I can help you assess your needs and determine the right next steps for your unique situation. Call 952 484 3110 to get started.
1: Licensed agent producer of and Financial. Marketing for and Financial for Lutherans. Registered representative of and Investment Management Inc.
6: Thriving.com slash disclosures. Tomorrow brings a brand new day. For your business, for your family, for the promise of new financial opportunity. For over a 100 years, CIT has been turning potential into financial strength. With the tools, expertise, and agility to bank like your best days are ahead. That's tomorrow thinking. Empowering you to bank like you. Learn more at CIT.com. Member FDIC.
4: Meet Tim.
6: Hey, what's
4: up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. nationwide exposure experience and expertise let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business it's an easy decision
7: to learn more about salem surround call 651-289-4418 651-289-4418
10: hello this is Jeannie sigler from extreme exteriors You're every thought, you're everything, you're every song I ever sing. Summer, winter.
9: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. This is Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan broadcasting to you each week from the CIT studios. And before we get back to take a look at this idea, this notion. HOAs, do they really remain a conundrum, especially for people of color? The person who's uh, putting forward this idea is stating that it, it is so because racism is so s- systemic in our society. Is that really the case? We'll look at that in just a moment. But I want to give a shout out to another great sponsor of our show, and that's, of course, Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors to provide you with affordable, quality home exterior solutions backed by expert craftsmanship and installation to ensure lasting performance. With over 20-plus years of experience give a call to the company that both HOA boards and association managers trust, Extreme Exteriors. You can call them at 763-441-1334 and let them know you heard about them right here on Where You Live. Before we uh, get back to our topic, though, let's take another minute to hear from the
5: Community Associations Institute Well, we're uh,
9: talking about uh, this uh, article uh, written by uh, a uh, superb uh, journalist. Uh, but I think uh, even though he's sincere, he's sincerely wrong. Uh, that person is Stacey Brown, wrote an article about a month ago uh, that says HOAs remain remaining a conundrum, especially for people of color. And his presupposition that he's laying down is that it's because... Racism is systemic in our society, therefore, of course, this is just a a bad idea, especially for people uh, of color. And uh, what you do when you have a presupposition or several, you then begin to build the evidence and arguments around that. So let's take a look at what are the, the building evidence that Mr. Brown has on this idea that HOAs are systemically racist uh, for uh, anybody uh, of, uh, of color, for a minority, okay? Uh, so that's what we're going to take a look at. Uh, he begins to build his, uh, his evidence. He says, case in point, he references a specific HOA in a small town, a township called Carney Point, or Carneys Point, New Jersey, as a prime example of proving his point. He says about Carneys Point, New Jersey, he said, tucked away just a couple of miles from the Delaware Memorial Bridgeway in Carneys Point is the enclave called the Point at Layton's Lake. The area's one claim to fame was that actor Bruce Willis grew up just a few blocks away. You'll find nearby warehouses, doctor's offices, and a county hospital. And they offer most of the jobs to those nearby. He goes on to say, still, Carney's point, listen to this, suffers as a food desert. He says, those wanting to seek fresh vegetables, decently priced fruits, and healthy meals must head south across the bridge into Delaware, where a hefty toll awaits each crossing, or north several miles to uh, Greenwich Township in Delaware or beyond. And then he says, because of this, he says, it is little wonder why the marketing of Carney's Point appeared to have focused on African Americans. Wow, that, that's, uh, that's a pretty uh, hefty statement to make. So he's saying that this homeowner association is being built to have people of color all in one area, and it's in an area that's not desirable by others. I mean, come on, you can't even get, find a fresh vegetable anywhere, decently priced fruits, healthy meals? No, you've got to go somewhere else. I'm really going to say, come on, are are you serious? He's making a presupposition for the proof that Systemic racism exists and is alive and well in HOAs. And he says, case in point, the point's at Layton's Lake. He said it's marketed to subjugate and keep this a hellhole for people of color. Well, what makes this a terrible place? The writer's opinion that Carney's Point is a food desert. You can't get you can't get uh, good produce there. You can't get a healthy meal. Oh, what fresh hell is this? Then out of the blue, he tacks on his statement. It's little wonder why homeowner associations tack on quarterly fees that, re- that leave residents often wondering, hey, where's my money going? I'm sorry, but that last statement you made, Mr. Brown, had little to do with your previous statement and presupposition. Really, you can't find any healthy food in Carney's Point? And that's why the association has quarterly association fees? Huh? You're not making any sense. What is the proof, quote-unquote, that Carney's Point is a hellhole? Uh, that uh, systemic white population is forcing upon people of color. He says it's a food desert. Can't find good food. But all you have to do is go online. And I saw uh, when you go into uh, online, Google Carneys Point, New Jersey, grocery stores nearby. You'll find that there's not one, but there's two very specific farmer's markets. A farmer's market. They have an Aldi, a Walmart. Last I check a lot of people, regardless of color, go to Aldi and Walmart to find good and decent food at a, at a good price point. Then you take a look at the grocery stores in Carneys Point. They have another one called the Aspen Market. I don't know about you, but that seems kind of like a little bit of a boutique market. Here's another one, the gourmet market. And then it continues with a list of six to eight additional grocery stores. If people of color are being lied to in a marketing campaign, attempting to keep people of color segregated in this awful place to live, let's take a look next at what are the town statistics of Carney's Point. Well, turn to Wikipedia. Let's take a look at the population. So apparently, according to this, this is an awful place to live. And in the last few years, uh, marketing and uh, white racism has been the reason why uh, they've been hoodwinking people of color to buy homes there. But if you take a look at Carney's point, population continues to go down. In 1990, the population was over 8,400. At the 2010 census, it was just over 8,000. The census in 2020 is just over 7,500. It's going backwards. And what are the demographics? Well, you'll take a look. 74% are Caucasians. 16% are Are blacks. 6% are Pacific Islanders from uh, Fiji, Hawaii, and from the South Pacific. 1% are Asian, 1% Native American. Folks, this is almost in line with national statistics of the demographics we have in the United States. I don't see any disparate discrimination going on there based on the demographics. And then, if you're using disparate discrimination, and say, uh, let's take a look at where is the largest per capita population of people of color? Trevor, let me ask you: Where do you think the largest per capita population of people of color would be?
7: I have no idea. Atlanta, Chicago.
9: Okay, very, very good uh, guesses, Um, and I'm sure that they're very high. New York City. Okay. So let me ask you if uh, if there is a despair, disparity of of racism going on based on uh, based on color. And uh, so that means his assumption was, well, this is Carney's point is an awful place to be because it's a food desert. I guess that means that New York City is probably the
7: food desert of the world. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure that's the case in reality, but I see how you're trying to connect the dots, and yeah.
9: Yeah, you go. Yeah. What, what, no, you, anyone would say uh, New New York is. They're not uh, known uh, for food, their cuisine. Uh, food food desert? No, no, not at all. No, no, not uh, all of the the restaurants that they have and what's available. So I I think that what we have here is. Is the evidence building towards systemic racism? I don't think so, but I'd like to go on as we take a look at it. But we need to take another break. So don't go away. So much more of where you live. Right back after these messages. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot. This is a potter's field. When
5: people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a
1: potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final
6: Expense Direct.
10: For once I can say, this is mine, you can't take it, as long as I got love,
5: I know I can make it, for once in my life, I got someone who needs me.
9: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. Uh, this is for Where once You is Live. Life. I'm Gene Sullivan, broadcasting to you from the CIT Studios also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. Before we get back to our topic, uh, HOAs, uh, do they, are they just the paragon of systemic racism in our society today? Let me remind you of some of the great resources we have for you. Uh, please go to our website. It's newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find a number of things. Uh, For one, a preferred vendor directory with over 55 categories for everything an HOA is looking for in products and services. This is great, especially if you're a self-managed HOA. Perhaps you're looking for a quote in managing your homeowners association. We can help you there, and uh, we'd be happy to get back with you. Uh, Perhaps it's uh, help in managing rental properties. We do that as well. Or perhaps you just want to connect Because you have an issue or question that is troubling you with some real estate you own, rental property, your HOA, or you'd like me to tackle a subject uh, on this show, you can get my contact information, all of that and more at newconceptsgroup.com. And uh, by the way, remember, if you ever miss this show on Saturdays at 10 a.m., please note that The Patriot always plays an encore airing of where you live every Sunday evening at 5 p.m. right here on AM 1280, the Patriot. Systemic racism in HOAs, and uh, we were given the case in point, Carney's Point, and uh, and it said that uh, this is just where uh, it seems to be where uh, white seem to be just putting and segregating blacks but when you take a look at the demographics, the demographics don't show that. The writer then also points out to advertisement for the point at Layton's Lake and says that uh, the demographics uh, the advertising shows that they are specifically just going after African Americans why because in an ad in advertising for the points at Layton's Lake, it shows an African-American family, a dad and a mom, smiling, holding hands, and two children running in front of them as they walk into their new point at Layton's Lake town home. He would have you believe that this is proof of uh, dog whistle politics. Uh, dog whistle politics, you've heard of that uh
7: Trevor, you know I don't know the term. I'm guessing it's only certain You know, only certain individuals are able to hear the the hot take. I don't know. Yeah, exactly,
9: exactly. That's that's exactly right. The idea is uh, there's a dog whistle. Certain things. The idea is that it's uh, code uh, for whites to stay away. Um, oh. you know, that's something they're only going to pick up on other people. No, they're not going to pick up on it because I don't know why, but apparently uh, they, they just, uh, they're, they're just not going to pick up on it They're And I t- think that that is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Uh, this idea that there's a secret code for whites to say, well, Hey, because there is this picture of a black family, um, that we use in our marketing, uh, People of color are going to be happy there, but white stay away. I don't think that works that way. I don't know of anybody, any developer who has built a, a development. They don't care what color a person is. The only color they care is the color of green. the color of the green that you pay when you spend and get a mortgage and buy the place they're not going to they're not going to care to say that this is proof of systemic racism, I think is is going overboard. because number one, I've, I've just mentioned the demographics don't show this is being done. And quite frankly, when you look at all marketing being done on all commercials and all ads today, if you're being honest with yourself, I think you're seeing that there is a, a much greater sensitivity, If anything, that corporations are demonstrating or trying to demonstrate in their advertising with having people of color being used in the advertising. And you see a lot more ads with mixed-race couples, uh, gender-neutral casting in advertising. Corporations are going out of their way to show inclusiveness. I don't think... This is a dog whistle advertising as a way to segregate people. But that is the premise that uh, uh, this Mr. Brown is coming up with. Second, the journalist made the remark, and to me it was kind of off the wall. He said, well, because we know systemic racism is happening, and, uh, well, it's because you can't find, because uh, uh, all these people of color are buying homes at Layton's Lake, townhomes and you can't find any decent fresh fruit or vegetables there or a healthy meal. Then he says, that's little wonder why homeowner associations tack on quarterly fees that leave residents wondering just where does the money go. My guess is that Mr. Brown probably is someone who has finally moved into a homeowners association, and I can tell you quite honestly That's an an abrupt awakening for some people when they realize, what, this is my home and I can't just do anything I want? This is my home and now I've got others telling me? And uh, I think he might be a little bit too sensitive saying that uh, this is all proof that people are just oppressing you uh, as a a race. Um, Next in his article... He goes to a quote from one resident at Layton's Lake who said this HOA fees are a ripoff. Black people can't catch a break. They saw us coming, and you know they've got other black people to do their bidding for them to oppress us. Wow! Now we've gone to uh, systemic. Uh, that racism is systemic, is everywhere. HOAs are um, uh, where you can find it the most. And it's not only that, but look, they even get other black people, these these Caucasians, what they're doing is they get other black people to do their bidding so they can oppress us. Now, folks, you, if you feel oppressed, move out of your homeowner association because it's going to be decisions made by committee. Um, you, there, um, a majority of the homeowners aren't going to want uh, something, and so the, there'll be a change in the governing documents. And those of you that uh, were the few that didn't like it, guess what? You're going to have to abide by it. So if that's oppression, get out. Don't go to an HOA. The conclusion, according to Mr. Brown, who wrote this piece is, HOAs are a systemic and mostly racist establishment. And I could not more wholeheartedly disagree with him. He uh, then next goes to someone and quotes an individual on the board. And this person's name is uh, Akilah Linder. Akilah Linder is on the uh, board of directors And uh, they asked, "Where does the money really go in an HOA?" Because uh, there uh, was—he's trying to build this premise that uh, this other person said they saw us coming. They've got other black people to do their bidding, just to oppress us. Well, uh, Akilah was stating, and quoted in the article as saying. What's going on right now is the transitioning from the developer to the association being homeowner-controlled. And if you know anything about an HOA and have been involved in that process from the beginning, yes, the corporation controls the HOA because they own all of the property. So they are the HOA. But as more and more individuals purchase those individuals become the HOA. The corporation owns less and less and owns less percentage of the HOA. So there comes a time when you turn over from the developer to the board and the board is now homeowners just like everyone else. Not homeowners who are going to continue to do the bidding of the corporation. They don't work for the corporation um, they don't get paid by the corporation. If the, And uh, if people in that association don't like the rules, don't like the governing documents, you can change them. And so now they're saying, where's the money gone? We want to see financials. Well, guess what? You're going to see financials. When? You're going to see financials first at the turnover meeting from, a, from it being developer-owned to homeowner-owned in an HOA. And so what did Akilah say? She said the financial statements are going to be forthcoming and as soon as the CPA is finished we'll be able to hand them out to everybody. Do we have systemic racism going on here? I want to continue on with this but looking at the clock we need to take another break. Don't go away. So much more. And where you live here on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after these messages. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
3: Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through Friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things. From putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me it was an amazing transformation in fact my brother-in-law who had visited before we had the siding done when he came back about a month after it had been done he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said what's your address again because he couldn't believe the difference
4: Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs.
5: Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500 or online at newconceptsgroup.com, newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond.
0: Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Lima Land, there's a one-man Band here, to his flute for you. Come
9: fly with me, let's take off in the blue you're listening to where you live with gene sullivan welcome back to where you live i'm gene sullivan broadcasting to you from the cit studios and of course also brought to you by extreme exteriors before we wrap up today's show let's take a moment to hear from the minnesota multi-housing association here is the mha minute
2: did you know that the top reason renters do not renew their leases is not because of rent increases The biggest complaint among renters and the most important gauge of renter satisfaction is how the management responds to maintenance requests. Responding to maintenance calls quickly and effectively makes for happy residents. Happy residents make for reduced turnover. Reduced turnover makes for better cash flow. That's just one of the hundreds, thousands of things you can learn from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. The best, most comprehensive resource in the state for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units, and for townhome and condo associations as well. MHA holds 135 different classes each year for owners and on-site staff, including in-depth certification courses for maintenance and management professionals. In fact, the most widely recognized certifications for apartment industry professionals across the United States were designed right here in Minnesota by MHA. Find out more by visiting mmha.com. That's two M's, mmha.com.
9: Systemic racism, is that taking place in HOAs today? Uh, Our uh, author of this uh, article that I read uh, from uh, originally the San Diego Voice uh, in September, HOAs remain a conundrum, especially for people of color. I I, uh, respect this person, but I... uh, Respectfully disagree with uh, their presuppositions um, uh, with what is going on, and they're pointing to the point at Le- Layton's Lake Townhome Association as uh, a prime example of what's going on there. And remember now that they were building their case, and they said uh, the conclusion that Mr. Brown wrote in his piece he said he referred to HOAs as systemic and mostly racist establishment. And so then he went on and uh, interviewed this uh, Akilah Linder, who I think is probably a, another person of color. And uh, what did Akilah state? Uh, hey, things just turned over from the developer control, the control to the homeowner association. And we're homeowners just like everybody else. And now the CPAs are finishing the financial statements you want to know where the money's going we'll, we'll be able to have financial statements out to everybody here shortly but the journalist mr brown just dismisses this person by referring to Aquila as just a quote unquote loyal member of the board why did you have to say a loyal member of the board because they're just doing your uh, doing uh, the bidding the bidding of this uh, undermined organization, this corporation um, that's mostly white and, and is just trying to oppress uh, people of color. You know, just a, a, another black person doing the bidding to, for the purposes to oppress. The author of this pre, uh, piece, Mr. Brown, continues to quote yet another writer, a Jennifer Povey, and she wrote... Uh, something, uh, an article, and we covered this a couple years ago, entitled "The Racist History of Your Homeowners Association." And uh, Jennifer Povey, uh, he so he's quoting another author who had the same uh, presumptions, uh, presuppositions he did. And uh, what did she say uh, when she was chronicling uh, how racist? Homeowner association is. She chronicled this list of HOA horror stories that are specifically designed for oppressing people of color. Here are these egregious acts, and I kid you not. When I'm reading this, what were some of the horror stories? Why, you know, HOAs, they, uh, some of them, ban people from having pets. An HOA will put a limit in the rules and regulations on the size of a sign that you can have in front of your home. The HOA has specific color of the swing set. I suppose that's a dog whistle too. Hey, look, there's only one thing that's approved here. the Color of a swing set? Uh, whether you have curtains or blinds, yes, these are things that uh, HOAs all will have in rules and regulations. Here's another one: parking vehicles in your garages and not outside. That's proof of systemic racism. Really? When I take a look at this, I, I'm, my my heart saddened because I see this as a pretty hardcore an overall jaded view just on life, isn't it? When we talked about uh, the presuppositions that someone has, and uh, you get good fruit from good uh, trees, you get bad fruit from bad trees, and then you take a look at uh, what's produced, And then you ask, uh, is this the kind of fruit that's being produced from this kind of mindset that there's racism in everything? I ask you honestly, is this being inclusive or is it being divisive and pessimistic? I'm not trying to say that racism does not exist at all. But when you try to come at it with this jaded, pessimistic view, I don't think you get an accurate assessment of really what's going on in society anyway. I think we'd be all much wiser and much better off if we heeded the advice I'm sure all of you heard from all of our mothers when it came to getting a wound. You know, your mom would say, hey, stop scratching at it. It's not going to heal. So I just say, if you want to see the wound of racism, racism healed in our country, maybe we need to learn to first, not continuing to pick at it. That's all the time I have for today's show. Thanks for joining me. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I look forward to seeing you here with me next Saturday on Where You Live.
5: Bye. Bye.
1: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts. Covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
8: iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Ibelieve.com. believe.com.
3: Happy. Happy. Happy 20th anniversary.
1: AM 1280. The Patriot. WWTC. Minneapolis. St. Paul. FM 107.5